just want to start off by saying thank you, uh, Flo, for being here. Like, uh, it does mean a lot to me to have you on this platform. Uh, I think I was sharing it with someone yesterday. And I was like, I saw your first ever video about four months ago. <laughs> and I was like, who is this guy? Where is he coming from? I think you had your first video blow up, I guess, as they call it, and go up into the hundreds of thousands of views. And then I looked through your profile and there was no contact information. You're like the most low-key guy ever. Like, there's nothing. There was no way to find you. Your name yeah. is, your, your YouTube name is Flo, first of all, which is <laughs> not enough information to find you on any other platform. Yeah. And then there was no email. There was no contact. Yeah. Um, no. But I fell in love with your presentation, man. Like, I was just like, this guy is real and vulnerable, especially the vulnerable part. Like, it's very, what you get a lot these days with content creation is a lot of, scripted edited kind of perfect presentation stuff but you were out there pouring your heart out and why did you choose to do that why did you choose to get so personal with the first video ever like like what was going on and can you tell me at the time how many subscribers you have and how that affected your journey as a youtuber well actually when i posted my first video i had i had literally zero well i had two subscribers like my mom and my brother so i had <laughs> i had actually no one um and actually the the that first video that blew up which was absolutely insane was uh my first video that i ever made in my whole life like um literally like two or three weeks before that i was still looking like you know what frame rate should i use and and what's you know how to record a video what should i edit on and stuff no like that it was ways, insane no, yeah no ways yeah <laughs> uh, so the attention that it got was like you know this can't be real right this has to be like I, I can't believe it but that was the whole you know that was the whole thing um i maybe you know that but um i'm off instagram um i told it in a couple of my videos yes i've seen it I, I saw it in some of your videos off, yeah. off instagram off facebook as well yeah um mm. but uh, honestly the longer i'm off instagram i i'm getting this whole vibe that especially on instagram that people only want to show like their perfect side of themselves and i think that's something that i wanted to do like the complete opposite and that's something that i want to do in every single one of my videos i want to be as honest as possible um and i think that goes to show that honesty is so much more like relatable to a lot more people than only showing your best side and like hiding everything behind it um and i was like you know i'm just gonna post this if if one person looks at it whatever but um i just wanted to connect with more people who like were open to be to be real to say it like that we're like um because i have great friends and stuff like that but i honestly i don't have a lot of people who can who i can connect with on like about deeper topics to say it like that i'm not a um small talk guy so i was like because that's one great thing about youtube it automatically shows your videos to like-minded people and i was like let's see if this if this works <laughs> you know and so I just boy put did it, it work it's boy crazy it it's work. insane <laughs> i know i know <laughs> I, I mean we'll definitely come back and talk more about youtube and about those videos but i think what you mentioned now is that was the first video you've ever made you were researching frame rates you were researching everything like, all these everything for the first time that's yeah. mind-blowing because i was actually gonna ask what's your background like what does Flo do that brought him here to making such quality videos? I have to say the, the fact that I've been into photography for like five or six years is definitely has something to do with it. Um, so obviously video and photo has a lot of similarities, but it's still, you know, quite different. Um, but I must say that definitely has something to do with it. But yeah, the whole making video process that was zero. From, yeah. No, that was, that's actually quite impressive. Now that I know that piece of information, it makes it a lot more sweeter. And it's not like your videos are like over the top and like excessive in what you're doing. They're very clean, very simple edits, but they're very satisfying to watch and listen to. You know, the mix between the sound and your voice and the music's not too loud and your voice not too low as well. It's like, it's just so good. And I think I just want to come out and commend you for the work you're doing. Um, and I think I was also sharing it with someone. I'm like, the stuff you're sharing, um, again, is very vulnerable. And for me, being someone who's of a similar age with you, I could definitely relate 
with almost 100% of the videos that you make. You know, the things that you're talking about is things that probably a lot of people our age are thinking about, but don't necessarily have a place to go to, uh, don't necessarily have a place to connect with. So in, in, when I look at it, I'm like, you're doing work that's absolutely insane. Thanks, and man. I think I'm Thanks so much. grateful for technology <laughs> at the same time because yeah. you're connecting with so many people all over the world remotely. Yeah, you know? 100%. Um, yeah, you connect with so many people all over the world remotely. Um, and I think it kind of reminds me of the video that you did about, uh, you know, late night thoughts in a materialistic society. And so at the other hand, like we're saying, you see that Instagram technology can have a negative effect. So you're looking at it and you're like, yo, everyone's trying to be perfect and I need to be perfect. But at the same time, it can be used to do good, you know? So I think my question to you is, what do you think of that contrast of technology in general and social media in general? And it's playing both a very negative role, but also can be used to do something very positive and impactful. So you're asking why you think that a lot of people try to be perfect on social media? Yeah, yeah. I think it's something to do with just human nature, you know, always trying to be above someone else, um, always trying to be. But I have to say, I've seen many videos that uh, people starting to get like open and real. Um, and I think things are changing a bit in the in the past years that people start to see that vulnerability is is definitely not something to be ashamed of. And it's definitely not something like that's seen as weak in the society um but you know i've seen it in my photos as well when i edited photos it has to be like it had to be like 100 percent perfect and mm, yeah. yeah and actually there it's it's still within me i'm not gonna lie about this i don't rewatch my older videos i'm such a perfectionist <laughs> because i i know i know for a fact that I if i'm gonna to rewatch <laughs> if i'm gonna rewatch those I'm going to see things that I want to change and, and I just want to, you know, put them out there and be happy about them. So I can actually relate to that so much because I, I, I tried this vlogging thing, right? Uh, and again, it's, it's this peer pressure. It's like everybody's doing vlogs and people like it so much and people enjoy it so much. And then I tried it and then <laughs> I think I had the video on YouTube for like two months so but i went back and watched i was like no this isn't it this is not what i wanted to be and i ended up taking it down but i think i realized that i don't have to get caught up in the hype i don't have to do what's trending i need to be as a content creator satisfied with my work and be in a place where i'm comfortable doing the vlog in itself didn't make me comfortable but i think i approached it because i thought that's what people would like um but i think you're a perfect example of do what you enjoy and you're comfortable with and you'll definitely find a crowd because you had nothing, you know, you had no subscribers. You've never done this thing before, uh, but it just sort of came to you because you were raw and genuine. But my question is, were you always like this growing up? Were you always vulnerable with and or it's something that you've learned and grown into as you've grown older? I was uh, a lot. I don't want to say worse, but I was a lot worse. man. <laughs> I had these are topics that I still want to make videos about, but like things like social anxiety um, played a very big role in my life. Um, And I'm speaking to you right now, which is already like a big thing for me, you know? Um, But the thing is about YouTube, you're talking to a camera. When I have to talk, when I had to talk to the the actual amount of people that would be actually looking, there would be, there would be absolutely no way that I would be posting That's nerve videos, man. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> that would be nerve-wracking. Yeah. So, so you were more like, maybe like an introvert? Yeah, 100%, man, 100% I, introvert. I, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, so, so then what changed? I think it would be like, what tips or what tricks did you implement? Uh, how did you navigate your life or your daily habits to then change and come out of it? Uh, I'm not saying that being an introvert is bad, but I think, Connecting with people is also very much important and you need to find a balance between the two. And how did you find that balance? Um, actually, I got an email from someone yesterday who asked the exact same thing. And I told him, um, he, he asked about specific, you know, specific things like meditating and, 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 and even like medicine and stuff like that. I don't do anything of that. I do have to say that a few years ago, I started to work at a store uh, where you're like, you have to connect with strangers like all the time. I was, I was working at a tech store, 
Um, and that definitely helped me like a lot more than anything else. Like having, because things like that make you realize that people actually don't really care about your life, how, how you look like, what you think. They are way too much, uh, focused on their own life. And maybe they can like look weird at you or stuff like that. But at the end of the day, they really don't care at all about you. And I remind myself of that constantly. Like, um, and what I, what I always do as well. And that's basically about like in every aspect of my life, when I have to have like an interaction, I, I look at my life like some sort of timeline, like let's say 80 years. And I look at one specific like, um, interaction with someone. And then you can basically see this is my life. This interaction is basically absolutely nothing. It's worthless in, in this, this whole life that I have right now. And I remind myself of that. And it's still hard to do that, but these things, they help me. If, if I got to be honest to, to you about what helped me, this, this is it. Um, I don't know how, how to say it differently, but yeah, that's, uh, that's deep. And I think <laughs> that's, that's very much relatable. Again, you're coming out here and just being vulnerable, which I appreciate a lot, man. You, you don't get a lot of that. And I think just for everyone who's been on the podcast so far, it's been a lot of vulnerability. I've been shocked. I've been shocked. I did not expect it to go this way and people's responses to go this way. Uh, but it does make a difference. I think experience is the best teacher. And you talk about getting this job at this tech company and then that helping you to become a person that connects with people more. It's because you put yourself out there. I think you can read as many books as you want. You can go to as many classes as you want and be coached enough. But if you don't put yourself in the heat of the moment, I do feel like uh, there's not much that you can actually learn yeah, or grow true. in. But what I, what I do... Have, um, yeah, I'm sorry. No, you can Okay, continue. what I do have to say, um, it's I've always been like... Well, it's, it's definitely a lot less uh, now, but when I was younger, I was really like into tech, like into new technological things. Things just totally changed right now. But the thing is when you start working at the tech store, and this was like, I think five years ago or something like that, um, the people who walk in, you already know that you have like similar interests. And that is such a big thing. If you know that, you know, if I would like go out and I have actually, I'm, I'm going to be honest with, if I'm going out with like friends, I've never talked to a stranger that I don't know ever in my life. Um, and that's when I, you know, partying and stuff. Um, yeah, no, never, but that's something that's, that's, that is a big thing for me. You know, when you already know you have similar interests, like I think a lot of introverts and I've seen that on my videos have the same interests, like not into small talk things, but like deeper things. You can talk about with these people so much about these topics and that really helps a lot when you know that about someone, of course. To me, at least. I think you mentioned, you, you mentioned the, uh, that topic, just to touch on it a little bit, you mentioned it in one of your videos or a number of your videos, actually. It's the concept that uh, you were saying you kind of felt like um, you were being held back by your friends and you're not saying that your friends are bad or you don't like them, but you needed to find a space where you connect with like-minded people and that's something huge to say that's something you should say especially for something that your friends could potentially see <laughs> but like can you tell me a little bit more about that journey of realization that you know um it's that sometimes your friends can actually be the thing that's limiting you not saying that you're a bad thing or kick them out of your life but finding and striking a balance and making sure that you also do surround yourself with people that push your life forward to where you need it to be um Hmm. How did you realize that? How did you come to that conclusion? And how are you implementing yeah. it? Um, I think it all started when I got off social media um, as much as possible. Yeah. Um, what what did the most thing for me is that a lot of people around me are so focused on like materialistic things um, because they go to work. Like a lot of my friends go to work just as much as possible to make a lot of money to make as much money as possible. And I'm like the complete opposite of that. Um, I value my, my time that I have to do things that I like so much more than, uh, than, than, than how much I make or whatever. And the more I got off social media, the more time I had on my own uh, as well. I started to read books and stuff. Um, and I started to realize, you know, these people around me, they're, again, they're great people and I still, I love them so much, but, on 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 a few things they are so different from me um and i still see them like once every while but 
I don't let them affect me, um, you know, anymore. Um, yeah, you know, I'm giving, I'm going to give you an example. Like I told you yesterday, I was um, going on a poker night with some of my friends and one of them started, um, to, to mention that he was gonna, you know, he was bragging about his new car and stuff like that. And I was like, these are topics that, that you don't have to talk to me about, man. Like get your car. I don't care. You know, it's, it's rude to say, but it's, I'm yeah. <laughs> no, I, I definitely understand you. And it reminds me of a quote that I've seen and heard a couple of times is you definitely do become who you hang around. Yeah. Most. Your environment is and such an, yeah. So like, like we say, we love and care for our friends. We're going to be there for them through thick and thin when they need us. But if you don't want to be a guy who's talking about cars all the time, then I think it's best you don't always hang out with guys that talk about cars all the time, that talk about material things all the time, you know. So that is something that's powerful. So that's something that makes sense. But I don't think anyone has ever come out and said it uh, as, as straight as you did in your videos, man. Like, And I think I applaud that. For me, it just goes to show that you're not making content to please people. Uh, I think your, your first audience is definitely yourself. You're almost preaching to yourself first and reassuring yourself. And then that kind of has a ripple effect. And then, you know, inspiring and preaching to others as well, which I love so much. Um, but I do want to ask how all this is making you feel. I know we are uh, globally in a very interesting time. Uh, and then how is that whole mix of emotion with the positive uh, reactions you've been getting as a content creator now in the last four months making you feel like how are you feeling as an individual um it's maybe weird to say but i think many introverts can relate to this i i really don't mind sitting at home all day <laughs> i really don't i actually enjoy it i can relate yes. because i'm an introvert as well like, oh really? yeah definitely i can definitely relate yeah um mm. yeah that's something by why I started the channel as well. And I, I, th I think I said it in my last video that it gives you an opportunity to connect with like-minded people when connecting is already so hard in times like this. And I think that one video that I posted is like the perfect example of that. When I sometimes just go to the comment section and my mind is blown every single time. How many people are alike, like me, like us, basically? Um, that's... That comment section is my whole drive why I still do this, man. Um, that's why I, what I hoped to, to get some, somehow in, uh, when I started, uh, posting and that's what I got. So that's, that's my whole drive and that's making me want to make more and more and more videos, man. Yeah. And I was actually going to ask that it's what keeps you going? What mm. keeps you motivated to wake up and do this thing every day? Because I think like, I don't know how many people have picked up on it, but you do have a full-time job. You do work somewhere else. This YouTube thing is not what's currently paying your rent. And putting not at all. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Um, but how do you keep motivated? How do you find a balance as well to make sure that everything in your life kind of gets the time that it deserves? And now you're adding the concept and of content creation, which now, dare I say, people kind of rely on. You know, the awaiting when's flow dropping is next video. I mean, this is 20,000, 20. Just let's think yeah. about that for a second, you know? <laughs> I know. 20,000 people, man. I went to a high school with 500, 600 students. Yeah, same. And then same. let's say, let's add 50 maybe staff members. So, I mean, dude, we're multiplying that by like 40, man. I know. I still, yeah. How do, like, <laughs> so my question is, how do you deal with balancing that out and making sure that you do show up for these people hmm. who uh, kind of rely on your content? Like, how do I uh, use my time? Like, how your do time I... exactly? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, well, I. I eliminated a lot of things that I used to do that literally like brought me nowhere. I was, I was not a huge gamer, but I played games now and then. I don't do any of that anymore. Um, I, I don't watch TV anymore. Um, and some people may look, may see this as like a step too far in like productivity and stuff. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> people will definitely see that as that. But, um, when I look back at it, at the years that I was like pretty intensive in gaming, it literally brought me like nowhere. And I know that if I'm going to be like 
do this for like another 10 years, I'm going to regret that I like wasted my 20s, you know. Um, so I eliminated a lot of those things. And basically all the time that I have left is, well, out of my job, obviously, is is going um, or researching like new topics that I'm um, that I'm interested about like by watching others' videos, but also going through the comment section of other people's videos. I think that's a huge thing because people are like brutally honest in comment sections and I get a <laughs> no. lot of attention. <laughs> I know. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I get a lot of um, inspiration from that as well because then you see what's really going on in people's minds and in, in their head um, and in certain topics I get from from you know, certain comments actually only. Um, but yeah, eliminating a lot of stuff. And I think I talked about this in my last video, how, how I manage my time, like from A to Z, but, um, eliminating has, has been the number one, especially. Yeah. A hundred percent. You can easily make free, especially with social media, man. You can easily make free a few hours every day, hours on a few hours every day. You can like, get one or two days every week out when you, you know, combine everything. So it's all going to work or working on my videos, basically. <laughs> That's basically all I'll do. Yeah, I think, I think I definitely need to implement that on a, on a more serious note, on a more practical basis is finding what's in my life that I can definitely live without. And there's so much that we do that's not necessary, you know. Uh, and sometimes that are actually almost bringing a negative effect in our lives. And we don't realize it's almost subconscious. And it's presented in, in the best way possible and it feels right in the moment, but long term, you know, it, it, it doesn't benefit us in any way. Yeah. I, uh, I also so thank, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I also don't want to be the guy to tell you, like, eliminate literally everything and never have fun anymore because I'm <laughs> yeah. not like that as well. But <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I do know what you mean. And I understand. And I think that also raises another very interesting question. It's the concept of you becoming dare I say, almost like an idol to people, you know? So the more you grow, the more, uh, for me, it's a big fear, uh, not just for myself, but for other content creators where you grow so much and you become so big that whatever you say is like gospel to so many people, which is scary, you know? Like, and um, even the concept I was talking about, that people start relying on your content to live their lives. It's like, if I don't get content from Flo, if Flo doesn't say it, then it's not gonna happen but if flow says it then it's gonna happen yeah, I get do what you, you mean. fear that and do you fear that and do you think there are ways that you as a content creator can avoid having people you know rely on you that much um there's one thing that i do notice that the more my audience grows the more careful i am um, on some way with saying things because you're automatically like impacting a lot more people but at the same way you know on the same hand that's something that i actually don't want because then you're taking away some part of your like authenticity i think it's how you call um that's something i am I'm, I'm, I'm struggling a bit with um to be honest um because also the more people you reach the more hate comments you get and i'm i'm a sensitive i'm a sensitive guy i'm gonna be honest i'm sensitive to hate comments man they go to the heart i can't do anything about it but uh yeah, that's that's a big change right now um, that I have to be careful for. Yeah, I was I was actually going to ask that. You keep speaking on things that I'm going to ask, and it's the fact that I think with every good thing, there's some bad thing. With every bad things, there's some good things. And with your first video, like we've already said, it's nearing half a million views. And for someone who's starting off on YouTube, that's insane. That's like wow. That's like eighty thousand comments in and out. You know, sixteen thousand likes. But then you look on the other end of the spectrum, there's about 169, 170 people who pressed the dislike button. First of all, I just don't understand why that's an option on, on any platform to unlike something. But how do you deal with that? And like you said, the hate comments that come on your first ever video, just as a new guy on this platform, trying to be real, trying to be vulnerable. And then people come out and, and say things that aren't really kind. Well... I think you have, well, I've definitely noticed you have two kinds of hate comments. You have the hate comments like criticize, well, not really hate comments, but like criticizing your work, but like giving also a reason why um, they think that. And I take that as an opportunity to work on. Then you have the hate comments. Um, and I usually also, you know, reply on these comments. And then you have the hate comments that like 
Um, I have, I've had a few people that were just like on my first video, you know, stop whining, stop crying, get a job, things like that. That's just like, oh, wow, no way. But yeah, I don't care, man. I just, I just, that's like, that's your opinion, but you're, you're with that comment, you're absolutely not, um, how do I say this? Giving anything, um, of advantage to the channel. You know what I mean? So. I just delete them, but I think that's that's a big difference. You can get something out of a comment, and then you can have comments that like I, I'm sure you have. Is it something? Pardon? Yeah, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, is it something that you had prepared for? Did you anticipate all this happening? Maybe, probably. I don't think as quickly as it did, but did you anticipate? certain things like this happening and how did you mentally prepare for it uh happening like uh the first video blowing up or like the hate comments yeah like the blowing up and the hate <laughs> comments like did you expect it to happen the way it happened what were your expectations when you released that first video you've got two subscribers your mom and and, and, and your brother i think you said <laughs> what, what's your expectation when you dropped this video did you market it did you post it on your status did you show it um, or you just left it well i know the title is pretty straightforward and it's very honest so i was like probably some people are gonna click it uh maybe a few maybe like 50 people or something and i would be happy but like this was totally out of my expectations i think out of everyone's um but i'm going to be honest i expected a lot more hate comments actually um like when you look at the percentage it's maybe i don't know one in uh, one in a thousand positive comments no no one in 500 positive comments is like a hate comment so i expected a lot more um yeah hate from from people and i'm actually really happy with with uh, the amount that i only get on there <laughs> but yeah the reach the reach that i got is man <laughs> it's insane yeah it's 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 such a beautiful thing uh, honestly and i think um there was a comment that someone um said on one of your videos and i think they kind of likened you to matt um Vela. i don't know if you know him or you've heard about him um but he's also a speaker uh they likened you to matt and they also likened you to nathaniel drew and they're like i feel that kind of energy coming up with you and i mean to be likened to people like that in the creative community to role models and because that's what are, they are yeah i mean exactly yeah. these are people i listen to on the yeah, day you know? and then they, someone comes out and they're like ha I definitely feel this kind of energy yeah. from you. How does that make you feel That's, man. to like come I on, did not bro. prepare for that at all. At yeah. all, man. These guys were mm. also part of the reason why I started doing this. And you're getting these exactly. kind of comments months after I didn't even know how to make a video, literally. That's great. <laughs> That's so crazy, man. It's insane. <laughs> but I think it's encouraging, man. I think um it, it's it's something you need as someone who wants to do this thing it's definitely something you need it's 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 that booster like you're saying you live in the comments man you're looking through the comments and you're like ah it's because of these people that i continue doing what i'm doing and uh, that i continue doing what i'm doing uh but but i've loved seeing you grow honestly like i was saying i was patiently waiting for you to put some form of contact uh <laughs> on your youtube and you finally put your email i was just like yes and i sent you an email but I, I, i've enjoyed i've definitely enjoyed seeing you grow uh seeing you make more videos um and things like that but but what's your workflow like um how long does it take you to make a video or how do you decide what to speak about because uh, it does feel like these are things that's that have been on your heart for a long time and you're just now trying to put them in a way that's understandable and relatable to everybody but what's your workflow like um so usually i get there's no one specific source i get my uh, my topics from i do have like a note app um on my phone and usually i i come up with um topics to talk about on the most random like when i'm not when i'm actually not uh, thinking about about such things so when i'm in the shower for example I sometimes like I'm showering and I'm getting an idea and I put it in my phone. I have a list of like, I think over 50 ideas that I still want to make videos about right now. It's crazy. But that's, I think that's a great tip for everyone because then when you like, when I have like a writer's block, you know, but for, for, for people like us, then I just go through the list and you know, pick one that's relatable for me at that moment then. Um, 
but yeah, I get it from like uh, my audiobooks. Um, some an- some questions that I have that like don't get answered, for example, um, or but after all, still the comment section on on my videos and on others like Nathaniel Drew. I think maybe you know Lana Blakely um, from hers as well, or Montel Fish. I absolutely love that guy as don't, well. Don't don't get me started on Montel. I was actually <laughs> putting one of I was actually putting one of my friends on Montel Fish yesterday, and I was just telling her, "Yo, you need to listen to this guy," you know, because uh, I think if you're going through anything in life and you listen to these people, there's no way you don't come out unchanged. There's, it's impossible. And dare I say, if you're going through something and you listen to Florian, there's no way you come out unchanged. Thanks, man. No, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, you mentioned something about books. I think uh, that's a huge topic. That's a hot topic. And I think reading definitely uh, is healthy for the mind. Uh, what audio books have you been listening to in terms of a genre and in terms of books which ones have you heard listened to read that have stood out to you the most and why yeah i'm going to be very honest here i actually started listening to books or you know reading books listening to audiobooks only this year um i think for the first 23 years in my life i've read maybe five books or something i wasn't i didn't enjoy <laughs> reading. definitely better than me yeah really oh me. wow okay <laughs> um but yeah i Way better than me. i still I don't know if I'm ever going to be a reader. And that's one of the reasons why I picked audiobooks. Um, I like listening to it. So because you always I'm currently listening to Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. I don't know if you know that book. Um, mm, well, it's about. Yeah, you can look it up. But the great thing about that, and that's a great example, you know, between every chapter like that, the the reader reads obviously for the audiobook there's a conversation of a few minutes between the the writer itself and the uh the tell the teller of the story and they're like recapping everything so you have like a podcast and an audiobook at once and i'm really enjoying that one right now i'm really enjoying that one right now um i think the one that had the bo- the most impact on me and it's a book that that has been mentioned a lot on youtube uh, a lot of channels is definitely atomic habits you definitely heard of it yes um, 100%. <laughs> yeah it's an amazing book i'd recommend it to everyone um but yeah that's the thing about audiobooks and i said it in my last video i listen to them at night um right before i go to sleep like half an hour to an hour usually um and before that i was constantly on my phone and you know i was sleeping a lot worse it has so it has so much um positive how do i say it? my english is really not that great so much benefits so much benefits um and it's something that i'm trying to do um and that i'm trying to do actually every single day now and it's something to get used to but i'm I'm starting to like reading or listening actually so i think that's mm-hmm. a great thing and I- yeah, I think you mentioned it as well in one of your videos. And the question was, I think I was anticipating, sort of wondering, will you come back to social media? Will you open, reopen your Instagram? Will you reopen your Facebook? Or you finding yourself in a very comfortable space and realizing that you can function in the society without it? Yeah, I actually recently reopened my Facebook, but um, I want to keep, I want to keep it as like as private as as possible uh, just for f- very close friends and family and for the actually main reason that um i am part of like a few facebook groups that are very helpful like i'm not a tech guy anymore when i have a problem with my uh with my laptop i just post it in one of the groups and i found it really hard <laughs> to not have access to those anymore man so that's actually oh, the only man. reason why i'm uh, back on facebook but um yeah, I wanted to do one year without Instagram and I'm I'm probably going to be back on it um in February. I think it's going to be next year. That's crazy um, for it, man. Yeah, but actually only for That's the reason insane. that so many people ask for it every day, man. It's mm. it's crazy. Ah, yo, that's that's what I'm thinking like you're building this community like I'm saying where people want to be able to connect with you, you know? People want to be able to ask you questions consistently and are you, how are you finding that? Like you're saying yesterday you received an email, someone was asking you about something that you're not even particularly into or uh, knowledgeable about. 
Uh, how many of those emails are you starting to get now? And how is it, you know, doing admin and making sure you respond to them? All mm-hmm. The emails are, mm-hmm. are still like, I don't really get a lot of emails. I would say probably about five a day. But then at the same okay. time, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to keep my email address on there because at the same <laughs> hand, you know, I want to connect to people. But the thing about emails is that when people send an email, at least to me, it's usually a very long email. So I don't want to be the guy that gets like, you know, I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but let's say in like a few years, I get like 20 or 30 emails a day and then I have to read all of them, but I don't want to be the guy to like, reply quickly because i don't have the time then i rather have a few people that i really have the time to connect you know to to properly answer um i don't want to be you know what i mean yeah um, quality over quantity you know <laughs> yeah and i i think i was in a conversation with another uh content creator as well and she was mentioning the same thing it's the aspect of caring uh, i think you saying that i'm going to remove my email is is the most caring thing you can do for the people you follow because what's going to happen is you're going to leave your email, you're going to send it, and you might not even see it. And how crushing can that be to someone who's really looking out, you know? So um, it's understanding that you almost have, like, these people that you are hard to say, but almost responsible for. And you, like you're saying, being more careful with what you say, being more careful with how you conduct yourself, uh, because what you're trying to do uh, is make... A positive impact in these people's lives. So I think it's a very responsible thing for you to come out and you know say, I don't think it's a good idea for me to continue to grow and have this thing out here because I don't want to, you know, reply to the email for the sake of replying to it. He sends three parag- he sends three paragraphs and I send him uh you know one sentence and a link a, a link to another website referring like you know I don't you don't want to you don't want to do that because you care. You know, because you care, and and I appreciate that about you so much. Um, and about that now is, what's your dream, or what was your dream when you started off this YouTube channel? I don't know if you have, if you had any particular goals in terms of growth and how you wanted to, what community you wanted to build. Yeah, tell me about them. Tell me about your ambitions. I don't care how wild they were. <laughs> they were pretty wild man i'm gonna be yeah. honest they were pretty wild yeah. and i don't think you know not many people um on, on on my channel know this at all um i think only a handful but actually when covid didn't didn't happen i never started channel and i was actually gonna i was actually prepared to 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 go to australia and new zealand for two years with my brother you know buy a van and 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 travel around because i have two i had two friends that moved there and did the exact same thing um and they live there right now so i was you know i was going to do that but then obviously covid happened and i had to do something else but i wanted to have a project to work on um outside of my of my day job um and yeah that's i decided just um from a couple of factors that i was going to give uh, youtube a chance because i was at that time watching a lot of youtube where, you know, <laughs> i can imagine like everyone also, was watching yeah YouTube. nathaniel drew you know the people that you that you mentioned um mm. so i was like well, i'm going to instead just give this a shot and, and see where it goes so and but that you, were my yeah. do you still have plans dreams maybe to go to australia buy a van still if things in the world do change or Plans have changed. Yes, I do, but I'm not. My plans change too much, man. Every but that's year. life. That's yeah. life, man. That's life. That's true. Every it's single true. one it's of true. us, man. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's true. Plans um, do change. Yeah, my mom actually. Um, my parents had a bed and breakfast for 16 years, and my mom this week she said like, once, um, like in in a couple of years, I want to go to Italy and have a small B&B right there as well i want you to you know obviously it's your choice to, to come with me or not but I've, i'm obviously going to italy with her if that's going to be the case let's uh, go and, yes sir <laughs> do something over there but yeah that's the plan right now maybe next year is going to be completely different that's that's mm. like you say that's life man <laughs> that is beautiful I, I i love the sound of that um but how do you want your YouTube to develop from now on. I think now we're sitting at about 19,000 new, 20,000 subs. Uh, you're making videos consistently. You're planning things, you're doing things. 
and you've got a job, what, what, how do you want this thing to move forward in the next, you know, three, four months, let's say? Well, three, four months, I don't know, but I think the ultimate like goal, it's not a goal that I like really work towards to that I really want to achieve, but it would be really nice if one day I would, I don't have, I don't really want to make a lot of money with it, but it would be enough to just sustain myself with it. That would be absolutely, that would be the end goal ultimately. That's all I want, man. Um, and that's why I, I'm only like only, um, posting once a week right now, but that's, that's the absolute, that's the max I can get out of it because I can probably post a lot more than that, but then I'm not going to be happy with what I post. So I get, I think I get the max out of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the thing. I think I can get the max. I get the max amount of videos out of there that I can right now. That's all I can do. So, uh, I don't really have a lot of expectations. I didn't when I start, uh, when I started uh, the journey, but, uh, let's see where it goes. But yeah, sustaining myself financially with it would be, would be the end goal. I think. Yeah. (laughs) I I love it so much. Um, and I think that's every, creator's dream honestly it's, it's it's not out of this world uh to hear you answer that that way uh, and i was actually gonna ask that would you love one day you know to be able to say you're quitting your tech job you're quitting your nine to five and you can wake up in the morning have coffee listen to an audio book and get to sketching your next plan for your next video you know that would be beautiful i think that's the thing with life as well if youtube don't work out i'm sure that it will be like a step up to something else that I couldn't be able, you know, I wasn't be able to reach when YouTube didn't happen, you know. Um, is it the same, like, is it the is same this goal? this conversation as well? Pardon? Is it the same goal? Yeah, well, can you relate? Like, is yeah, it the same? Yeah, yeah. I can definitely relate, man. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm currently uh, in university and I'm studying a Bachelor of Commerce and then I'm looking to probably study further and maybe acquire like an MBA. Um, but that's, that's not where my heart is. Um, I think there's an understanding, especially from where I'm from, that this could work or this could not work. And that's the reality of it. It's not something that's, um, you know, content creation isn't really looked at as a job as yet. I mean, it's definitely developing. It's definitely changing. People are seeing the value in investing in other content creators. Uh, brand deals and things like that, you know, allowing yourself to sustain yourself, to sustain yourself from it. Uh, but growing up and even now, I think it's still something that's not so much a reality. It's a big dream of mine to do this consistently on the daily without having to come out of it and worrying about the other thing, you know, school or a job or work. That is my dream, man. Like I love this thing so much. And yeah, yeah, other yeah. Dreams. Man, you told me yesterday how much how much yeah. work you put into. It's crazy, yeah. man. It's insane. <laughs> it's man. I, I was so much. Yeah, bro. Like how many? Like five podcasts in two days. That is insane, yeah. man. But oh my that's god. That's the crazy thing, man. Like because um, I, I was sharing it with someone recently, and I was saying like this year has been really hectic school wise because. Uh, the schedule's been shifted a lot. So it's been feeling like I've been writing exams since we opened school. So I haven't really felt like I've gotten a break. And I think uh, since about two months ago, that was the last time I'd done my last podcast recording. But tell you what, I had recorded like 20 podcasts in the space of like two months. Wow, that's cool. And I, oh my God. Because I, I knew school was going to become hectic. So now I've got this little break. I've just finished exams. I've got this little break. I'm like, let's do it. And I'm sitting down with, you know, five to seven people in a space of like two days to make up for what I know is time that I won't be able to get in the future. So now it's just sitting down and recording once in a while. But I think for me, it actually goes beyond just making content for the channel, but it's the connections. You know, I think I remember sending you an email asking you if you've got a WhatsApp, if you've got a instagram anything it's because i want to stay in touch with these people and for me i think it's it's very selfish <laughs> because i get so much more from this than the subscribers do because they get a dumbed down one hour version of florian and i get what is potentially a lifetime of florian you know so uh, i mean some some relationships uh some connections that i do get don't always turn into uh you know uh, a weekly or a monthly contact, but I do learn so much with that one-to-one interaction. 
and the ones that do turn into like you know long-term relationships and networks you are that's it's something you can't put money on it's something you can't put a price tag on even if youtube started paying off and i still seen myself that's nothing compared to the relationships that are built from this and i think that's a huge reason why i started it so uh it's definitely a dream of mine as well to you know be able to sustain myself and <laughs> for someone who's an introvert it's funny but talk to more people all across the world which i love to do i love it so much man yeah that's that's the thing even i think you're gonna get far by by this project and i'm i'm, I'm real band but even if this wouldn't work out like you wouldn't you'd never be like be able to regret yourself um if i said like say like that because you put you're putting everything in there right now that you can man i'm sure but so that's that's a very big one um as well yeah i, I don't i don't i don't think but by work out i think if someone's listening i don't mean uh not doing youtube completely by work out i'm talking about it being able to sustain me i do think i've got enough for me to do this thing whether it pays me or not like right now it's not paying but i'm doing it and i think i'm going to i'm going to do this podcast for as long as i can as yeah. long as i've got a camera you should man you should <laughs> as long as i've got a camera and internet connection i'm going to do it but by work out i mean if it doesn't pay you know uh if it doesn't sustain me uh then that'll kind of suck but i think i've been able to do it now in what i feel is like a hectic hectic uh university schedule i'm pretty sure i'll be able to do it if i've got a you know a basic eight to five job as well so it's definitely here long term i don't think it's going anywhere i don't think it's going anywhere yeah all right i'm very, I'm, but, i'm happy to hear that man <laughs> yeah thank you so much I appreciate yeah it. Really. what has been your biggest lesson it's hard because <laughs> when i sit down and talk to a lot of people it's usually like oh you've been into photography three years or you've been taking photos 12 years what's your biggest lesson um, i'm kind of here like your video has been up four months uh, what's your biggest lesson <laughs> i don't know if it's a long enough time for you to be able to extract certain lessons but Mm. what has been your biggest lesson so far man i've learned so much over these last couple of months um i think honesty is is a very big one that you really shouldn't be scared uh to be honest out there because honest you know people all everyone has sides that they don't want to show to the world literally everyone um also the people who seem to have a perfect life no one has a perfect life um and realizing that is 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 very important like we're actually we're basically all the same you know we have we all have struggles but we only want to show the world uh the best side of us and i don't really think that we we should hide that because everyone will relate to what you say when you're honest i think or like a lot of people at least um and to come back to the comment section i think every every day again i read comments from people that this 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 whole comment section i come back to because i don't feel alone and yeah we we really aren't alone as as bad as the situation is that we we're we're in there are always others that are going through the same thing or even worse um and that's a life lesson that i remind myself a lot like when i'm in a really like shitty situation um there will always be people who have it worse um and that lifts you know that lifts a lot so like that um yeah i learned so i like that yeah i i i like that so much and i think it ties back that comment section and your points on honesty ties back kind of links because the only way for you to realize that you're not alone is for someone else to be honest and open up and if people don't open up you're never going to know what they're going through and you're never going to be able to react relate which is so profound it's like mind blowing Uh, to think that the only way for you to actually help and be there for someone or to connect with someone is to be honest uh, no matter how intimidating it may be but it's not an easy thing like you said it's definitely something that takes courage um, because we're doing it on a platform where anyone can say anything in response like you're saying you shared you are open and some people came in hard but at the same time some people were like no 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 this is exactly what i'm looking for this is it this is it this is an answered prayer you know so i think i, I love that aspect of being honest of being genuine of being raw uh, and i think i can definitely so many other people can definitely learn a lot um 
from from that as well. Um, but being in the space now and you know experiencing all that you're experiencing, uh, what are you most grateful for, and what do you find the most joy in? It could be one thing. It could be many things. I find a lot of joy that I have like, um, like I don't want to say build an audience because it, it seems like still so unreal, but like build an audience where there are so many people in th- that audience that can relate to whatever I'm going to say. And that that's how it feels like having the freedom to talk about anything and still you know that, especially deeper topics, still you know that people are going to be able to relate to that and like interact to that um i'm really grateful for that and i think that's why uh youtube you know the whole algorithm is is like a blessing man <laughs> it really is mm, it is it really is. yeah and i love that about it as well i think for me i find <laughs> a lot of joy in that aspect as well and what for you would you like to do more? I know now you're making videos, you're trying to be consistent, posting once a week, keeping it simple, keeping it easy. But is there anything bigger or anything more you would love to add to your schedule or to your creative CV, I guess? Um, mm. Probably a very cliche one, but I would like to, like to travel a lot more again. Um, I used to go on road trips like a few times a year and then in between like once like right now i'm going to to the other side of belgium where like a lot of forests and mountains and stuff like that like once every probably two or three months but um yeah traveling again would be i'm looking forward again that's the whole story about about uh, australia new zealand as well traveling again would would like that's some that's one thing that i would like uh like to do a lot i can definitely I can definitely connect with you on, on that aspect of traveling. I would love to travel. I've just never been afforded. I would, I've just never been afforded an opportunity to really do it uh, as much as I would, uh, because I mean, traveling is not cheap. No, that's the <laughs> thing. Yeah, I, I, w- I would love to travel, man. And for you, is it something you want to do and document and make videos on, or you know, just have your camera there and filming it? Is is it like that, or it's not like something that i really want to be doing ultimately but it would be nice also because the topics that i talk about are not like location um like stuck to a location to say like that um i can do it like virtually anywhere and i think nathaniel drew Drew, again is a great example of that he he lives like i I don't know if you've seen his uh, video about slow traveling uh no i haven't watched that one no well he talks about uh the fact that he travels across the world but like on a really slow place like, pace sorry so he's he's in a place for six months to like really live there and like breathe in the culture and things like that then he moves on to another place that's something i i hate to be i hate to be the guy that like wants to copy other people because that's like the last <laughs> thing really that's the last thing that i want to do but <laughs> I find so much myself in Nathaniel that that I can relate to, and that's something that that he is so good at, and yeah, that I want to do as well. Maybe if maybe one day, you know, I don't know, but uh, that's that's you a know, dream. I I love that, I love that, but I do think that there's a huge, huge difference between copying someone and then being someone else. You know, so I, I think there's there's definitely aspects. Um, about individuals that we can learn from and implement in our lives that are good, that aren't necessarily bad. But when you start to be wanting to become that person in every single way, I think there's, there's a thin line, and I, but I think that there is a difference, you know? So, and I think he's sharing that, and you guys share what you guys share in the hopes that someone can relate and maybe find peace and joy through that as well. So I don't think... It's necessarily an aspect of like, oh, I don't want to, you know, copy him or whatever, but just be careful not to become that person. Be yourself in, in how you do it and how you implement it. Put your own twist to it. Uh, but I love that. And I can definitely relate with you. Like for me, <laughs> I think if it doesn't pay, it better make me travel. Like this YouTube thing better make me travel, man. Now, I would love to be in Belgium and sitting there with you. And then recording this face. You have to come, you know, man. You have to come to, one day. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd love to go to Spain. I'd love to go to all these places. I've 
have, have people I've spoken to, Australia, Hawaii, and speak to these people in person, but also experience the culture, you know. Uh, and, and I'm definitely looking forward to be able to do that as a content creator. Um, but if you could go back and speak to yourself uh, when you started this thing, uh, when you started creativity and give yourself advice and things that you know now, what would you tell yourself? How would you encourage yourself? Or what would you tell yourself to look out for? Um, to really be aware of the impact that your environment has of you um because it's affecting us so much more than we think um and i only started realizing this by retracting myself from a lot of my environment environmental factors um but when you're really on your own um you you really have no impulses that can like affect the way you think um and that's when you start to be like your real you um and i every day i have moments that i distract myself from from my family even completely to like rethink things and stuff like that um and i think that is something that not many people do enough i, I don't i don't even think that this is this has something to do with like being an introvert or not but it brings you back to who you really are um and i probably i probably be will be doing this for the rest of my life because Yo, we love to hear I know, that. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I know when I'll be back on Instagram, it's for the only reason to to like DM people directly and easily. But I will probably not be posting a lot on there anymore because I know that when I'm gonna start scrolling, I'm gonna start comparing and that will pull me away from the person that you like really are at the end of the day. It's all about authenticity and people really appreciate that. I think. I mean, I mean, it's definitely going to take a lot of discipline as well. Um, yeah, it you, does. It I, does. I think you you can be uh, someone who is on social media and be disciplined enough to limit your time, to limit your uh, the effect it has on you. But I know for me personally, I'm not that strong. <laughs> I have to take time, you know. So I've committed to doing things like taking the first weekend or the last weekend of every month off social media completely. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, nothing. Just refresh my mind refresh my brain get in touch with nature uh, and breathe in fresh air you know yeah um, i'm so actually think- gonna i'm actually want to share something um <laughs> that a while ago i think a few weeks ago I, I installed a plugin and that's it's a google chrome plugin but it basically lets you use everything of a social media platform like watch videos from from people you're subscribed to or like dm people uh, or, or like message people that you have in, in your friend list but it it wipes out the whole addicting part of it like the whole feed that's refreshable and it replaces it with like a random life quote and i use it on my really? facebook and Inst- and youtube as well right now and, wow. and it's it's such a simple thing, but it's 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 so amazing, man. It's like please how, can you plug me yeah. in? I, I need that in my life. <laughs> I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah, I, I'll send do. it how it how it name. Yeah, but it's mm. yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely I do. I definitely do need that. I, I mean, I've tried a lot of things, and I'm just going to be honest and vulnerable right about now. I've tried a lot of things. I've tried to put these blockers, um, like timers, to stop. You know a certain amount of usage of an app and hours per day and things like that. I've tried deleting it for some time. <laughs> uh, but I think deep down, I've got a desire to be better. I do have a desire not to have it control me so much. Um, but somehow I, I keep finding myself in this loop and I, I'm definitely open to learning. I'm definitely openly open to hearing how other people have dealt with it and if it's if it's like a really radical things like actually just selling my phone i don't know if i'll do that but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i'm definitely open to learn i'm definitely open to learn because i I know the effect that it's having on me at the moment is probably not like the best and it's not what i would want for myself long term you know yeah no i don't think that social media is bad actually i don't really think at all but i think the line between using it properly and becoming like more of an addiction is like so thin um and i'm i know if if i didn't take these like bigger steps that i would still be scrolling hours and hours every day man (laughs) i know that (laughs) oh man it's crazy it's Uh, hard but i only have like uh, a few more questions yeah i think we can wrap it up i think we've been definitely been talking for a good amount of time um, and I appreciate you sitting down, no worries, uh, taking time You're out of welcome. your schedule and sitting down. But you spoke a little bit about you having a background maybe in photography. Um, 
was it something you did professionally? Was it something you did got paid for, or you were kind of just doing it on the side as a hobby? We're talking about photography because I didn't really hear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, well, it started. It started. It actually never went away from that. Just like amateur <laughs> level. Um, yeah. I did. Have, <laughs> I, <laughs> I never That's went funny. professionally, man. I have. I have had a lot of people that like offered me money, and and like my parents were saying, like, man, get a website and start asking money and make your, you know, make a living off of that. But I, I don't know. I was able to sustain myself, and I was like. I rather make like people happy with photographing and and making myself happy with it as well because I love it so much, man. Than like having to ask money for it because it's 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 more money than I than I need basically. So I never charged anyone actually something. Um, I always did it because because I liked it and that's how it still is as of as of today. <laughs> It's crazy because people are gonna start saying that I'm copying you now, but <laughs> <laughs> really, I can I can definitely relate, man. Like I was in a position where I had this camera, I got this gift, and it was my world, man. Like I enjoyed taking pictures, and getting paid wasn't a thought. <laughs> I was actually sitting down with another photographer yesterday, and he said the same thing. He's like, he was asked to take pictures of this event, and then the person was like, "How much?" And he's like, "How much what?" <laughs> Like how much? Yes. Like how much am I paying you? Like no way, I can make money from this. You know. Yeah. I'm fulfilled. Like I was at this event. Yeah. I was fulfilled. fulfilled. Yeah. I was fulfilled just taking photos and delivering them. You know, connecting with people and things like that. Being out of my comfort zone and learning things. Uh, And I was like that as well until, like you're saying, someone came to me, uh, close family and friends, and they're like, you know, you can earn significant amount of money and not outrageous stuff uh, but you can have a little something to make it better you know to buy better gear to buy more batteries and, and do things like that and that's what it sort of became you know and i always had people tell me why are you so cheap like people didn't understand but for me it wasn't about the money it's never been about the money i genuinely enjoy taking photos i genuinely enjoy doing what i do and i think it kind of sucks that you took down your instagram and you don't have a website like how are we gonna see your photos i want to see your photos just wait a couple <laughs> months man you'll, you'll see them uh, next year <laughs> maybe you uh. can like put them in a google drive and then they can be there for my viewing pleasure but i definitely love to see some of your work man i definitely love to see some of your work i think it's super cool uh that you are in touch with uh the film and the photography side of cameras and consecration which i think is, is super super cool um but would you ever then take it up and actually start charging people um like in photography or in in photography yeah um i don't know that's a really good question i don't think i would because since i'm starting to make videos the photography is also going down a little bit um you know finding a balance but um so I think it's always going to be just a hobby and, and a hobby that I'm doing for, for friends and for, you know, people of, you know, friends of friends and family and things like that. Just people who ask me and I will, I'll, I'll, I'll gladly do it because I enjoy it too much. Like you say to, to ask money. Yeah. Just like you said, it's so good. I'm, I'm fulfilled and I don't need extra money for it. Yeah. And what's your go-to camera? What's your go-to lens? And why? Um, I currently use a Sony A6400. I had a, an A6000 before that, which was like, I think, 300 bucks or something like that. But it's, it's, it's a crazy good camera for the, for the money. So I stepped up a bit for that. So the Sony A6400. And then lenses. I have four lenses, but two I use for my videos, which are... A uh, 16 mil Sigma 1.4, and then a 30 mil Sigma 1.4, um, and then I crisp, also crisp aperture there. Yo, what? 1.4 is nice. I see the aperture on them is really yeah, nice. man. 1.4 is so really smooth, crisp. man. It's crazy. That's so crisp. I'm in love with those oh, lenses. I yeah, I love that. I really love them. Um, and then the other two lenses? Uh, the other two lenses are an 85 mil 1.8. That's purely for portraits. And then I also have another one that I don't really use that much anymore, but actually I really love. It's an astrophotography lens, so purely for landscapes and stars and things like that. That's a 12mm um, f2. Yeah, but I don't really this use it. This is hype. 
now that I've got context, I can't wait for your Instagram page to come back. Like honestly, <laughs> I I genuinely can't wait to see the kind. I'll, of I'll send you a few in uh, in, in Google Drive. Oh, <laughs> yo, I can't wait. I definitely cannot wait. But it's 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 been an absolute pleasure, man. Like same, man. Been, same for me. Yeah. Be, it's been great, and it's it's actually gone beyond what I expected. It, you know, uh, kind of seeing someone on youtube and like anticipating the hype and be like oh man he's got twenty thousand followers oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know but it's that's always the case for me man like i i get so humbled when people agree to come onto the show because these are not just people that make content that intrigues me but these are people that i'm interested in genuinely and then i sit down with them and they are the most normal people ever yeah yeah i i've, I've, I've yeah Yes, I've sat down with someone who's like got oh, half a million followers. Yes, I, I that was what I'm gonna say. You know, the the Norwegian guy or something like that. Yeah, yeah. he's so down to it. He's just like a normal guy, plays PlayStation like everybody else. He's got a dog, he's got a house, and he's so calm and so genuine. And I think that for me is such a humbling experience. Uh, and for me, it's. It's, it just encourages me more to continue doing what I'm doing. So I'm so grateful for you being here. I'm so grateful. 100%. My pleasure, man. 100%. And, and, and like I said earlier, I hope it does grow and continue to be a friendship that goes beyond the camera as well. And hopefully I can be in Belgium or Italy or Australia, wherever it is going to be. Man, can meet up if you come to Belgium, you have to, man, you have to call me up. You have to, man. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Right. There's no way I won't. Okay. There's no way I won't. I just want to say thank you. Thank uh, you, I appreciate man. it a lot and I, I, I wish you all the best. Thank you. You as well.